TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Thank you for sticking around after a lengthy Chiefs postgame show. Welcome to an abbreviated version of the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Very pleased to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach me at 316-869-1330 by email at john at knssradio.com. On Facebook and True Social at the John Whitmer Show and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. I would love to hear from you. We, uh, Even though we have an abbreviated show, by the way, congrats to the Chiefs fans out there on Yet another uh, Chiefs victory. We have a great show planned for you tonight. The great one, Mark Levin, will join us here in just a few minutes to discuss his new book, The Democrat Party Hates America, uh, The Left's War on the Nuclear Family, and Their Effort to Destroy the Border uh, and Citizenship. I'm, I'm really looking forward. We've had the pleasure of having Mark Levin on the show a number of times and it's always fun to uh, to talk to the great one, and we'll uh, we'll have him on the show here coming up in a few minutes. And I'll also play for you an interview that I did with Fourth District Congressman Ron Estes earlier in the week um, on Tuesday. As I'm sure you know, the House of Representatives ousted Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and I I reached out to. Um, Congressman Estes's staff and asked if he would uh, you know take some time if we could squeeze in and you know their his staff are just absolutely superb he has some of the best staff in, uh, in both his his Wichita office and his and his DC office and they were they were right on it and they were able to get us an interview and we recorded it on Wednesday literally less than 12 hours I think and so we were able to talk to Ron about Tuesday's ouster of Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who he thinks will be the next speaker. 
and what happens now that the House is less than 40 days until the next budget deadline. And we also asked about the continuing resolution. So I'll play that for you here coming up in just a few minutes. And State Senator Renee Erickson will join us to discuss Governor Kelly's. uh, All of a sudden, she's uh, had a public reversal in case you haven't seen it, now all of a sudden she's uh, all in on lowering your taxes. The question is, does anybody buy it? So uh, that's our that's our plan for this evening. And, of course, if we get a chance, we'll take your calls at 316-869-1330. Um, I, uh, I typically, at this point in the, in the show, we're, we're taking calls. Uh, I, you know, I would have done a monologue. It's an interesting time, however, today um, for the last... 28 hours or so, my wife and I have been dealing with something, you know, Mark Levin knows all too well, uh, the passing of one of our dogs. Uh, we have a we have a dog who's been with us for a number of years who's, who's passing, who will probably die later this evening. And um, she's been with us for a number of years. She's a member of our family. And it's very difficult, obviously. So uh, you know, if I take calls tonight, and, you know it's not easy. Then you'll you'll understand why. But it's very personal. Obviously, uh, you know we've had dogs. We're, we've had cats. We're cat people. Uh, we, we've got you know we we feed all the all the doves that come to the back deck. So I guess we're bird people. But at our core, I think we're dog people. At at points, we've had up to as many as four. Now we're we have three, and probably by tomorrow we'll have two. But it's very personal. And, you know, politics is a blood sport. I'm, I'm used, you know, you, you got to have a tough skin to, to get into politics, to be a candidate in politics, to be around politics. But certain things are personal and, and you know, certain things you don't do. And, you know, you don't attack family. You don't attack. You know, certain things are off limits. Which is why something that happened this week really freaking pissed me off. And that was a mailer that I received, and many of you probably received, from the little bald douchebag down there at City Hall. Mayor Brandon Wimple. Mayor Farquad. That little bald piece of crap who wants to get reelected in November. And if I'm a little outspoken and emotional, you know why. But that little pint-sized, follically challenged pipsqueak sent out a mailer. And whether or not you like Lily Wu, don't like Lily Wu, going to vote for Lily Wu, I don't care who you're voting for and if, how you feel about it. But families should be off limits unless they inject themselves in politics. And I'm not a hypocrite because last week's monologue, I talked about Brandon Whipple's wife, but Brandon Whipple's wife injected herself in the political process when she made herself his campaign treasurer and the head of his pack. So she's a target. She's fair game. And I don't attack her personally, but by making herself the target, or making herself his ethically challenged treasurer, she's a fair game. But when we receive a mailer that says, quote, Lily Wu's economic plan, quote, my boyfriend is a real estate developer. 
with a sarcastic little picture of Lily Wu on the side and says, Lily Wu's economic development plan is guided by her boyfriend. That's a personal attack. Now, you want to attack Lily Wu on her economic policies. You want to attack her because of something you agree with her philosophically or policy-wise. You disagree with a stance that she has. Say she's low tax and you're big tax. Fine. She opposes raising property taxes. And you, Brandon Whipple, support raising taxes because you just did it, you little twat. That's fine. Then you make that. You send that mailer out there. But when you send a mailer that says, on Tuesday, November 7th, vote to keep Lily and her boyfriend out of City Hall, that's just a personal attack. And personal attacks should be off limits. Nobody's sending out mailers about your personal life, Mr. Whipple. And every Republican who served with you in the legislature knows all about your personal indiscretions in limousines. And I'll leave that right there. But we all know the stories. All we have to do is Google certain articles from when you first ran for mayor about your indiscretions with interns. So this kind of mailer where you're attacking a candidate's boyfriend, that's inappropriate. If Brandon Whipple has an objection to Lily Wu, then he should send a mailer based on her policy platforms. If he doesn't like her economic plan, then let him attack her economic plan. If he doesn't like the platform that she's running on, then attack her on her economic platform. But to attack her because her boyfriend happens to be in real estate, that's inappropriate. To attack her and imply that she's going to give preferred status to certain developers because she happens to be in a relationship, that's inappropriate. That's a personal attack. And that's disgraceful. But that's what this little mayor has gone to. He's desperate. He's losing power. He sees himself losing office. He sees himself about to become on the outs, and he's desperate. And so he's sending out mailers attacking her, not on her policy positions, but on her boyfriend. We can do better than this, Brandon. We can do better. You really should, my friend. You really should. We'll be taking your calls at coming up here at 845. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll play my interview from earlier this week with 4th District Congressman Ron Estes about Tuesday's ouster of Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who he thinks will be the next speaker. What will happen now that the House has less than 40 days until the next budget deadline? You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. 
Save big money in all things outdoors with 11% off at Menards. Protect vehicles, outdoor equipment, and more with ShelterLogic storage solutions. With a heavy-duty steel frame and waterproof cover, the ShelterLogic Auto Shelter Portable Garage is the perfect choice. Right now, get a 10-by-20-foot auto shelter for $299.99 after 11% off. Good through October 15th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Hi, this is Jeff Long. And I'm Josh Long. We're the third generation of transmission experts at Chance Transmissions. We keep a large inventory of transmissions in stock so that we can get you back on the road fast. And with our two-year, 24,000-mile warranty, you can rest assured that we have you covered. But most of all, we thrive on making positive relationships with every customer. That's why Chance Transmissions is Wichita's number one transmission shop. Count on us. Chance Transmissions, 6325 South Seneca. Give us a call at 529-1883 or visit us at chancetrans.com. Sticks. The legacy continues. Sticks. Saturday, November 11th, First Council Casino. Sticks. With one hit song after another. Tickets on sale now at 7clans.com. Music to the masses by Inner Visions. It's fall, the perfect time to be thinking about scheduling your renovation projects around the house. Do what I did. Call Homeland Construction Services. They specialize in all projects, residential, everything construction. Hi, everybody. This is Ted Woodward. Homeland Construction is helping me with some projects at my house. They do everything from decks to kitchen remodels and more. Mention Ted sent you and save up to 30%. Request a quote at homelandcs.com or call 832-9901. Homeland Construction Services. Welcome to this Kansas Perio Minute with Dr. Jason Wagel. Dr. Wagel, we know how dental implants can look very natural, but do they also function like natural teeth? Yes, they do. Natural teeth exert considerable chewing forces. When natural teeth are not present and people have a removable denture, their biting force actually goes down about 20 to 80%. When dental implants are used to replace an entire arch of teeth, the biting force increases substantially, almost to the level of healthy natural teeth. And one option with implants is to put them in permanently, right? Some implants can be made to securely snap in and out. The other alternative is a set of teeth that are not only supported by dental implants, but totally fixed in place. The bottom line is dental implants look, feel, and function like natural teeth. When it's time to get serious about your smile, call Kansas Perio and Dental Implants at 316-685-2731 or visit kansasperio.com. What it is, this is Tyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there, and of course, 
Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Earlier this week, as I said, I was fortunate to get a few minutes when I could sit down for a phone interview with our 4th District Congressman Ron Estes. We talked a mere hours after the House voted to oust new former Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Congressman Estes voted against the effort to remove the former Speaker, and I asked him about the vote. Congressman, first off, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down. I'm sure you're busy. I can't imagine what you're going through. Um, but let's talk about what happened on uh, Tuesday. Eight of your fellow Republicans, led by Congressman Matt Gates, joined all of the House Democrats to oust Speaker Kevin McCarthy. You opposed the ouster. Can you tell us about it? Can you tell us about what it was like and, and just what that whole process, I mean, it never happened before, uh, what that was like. Yeah, I, I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, I mean, thanks for having me on, by the way. Uh, oh, sure. You know, it, it, it's great to be able to, to kind of talk through this. Part of it I can't explain because it doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of moving forward. I think a lot of it was driven by personality and personality conflicts and, and going through that. Uh, it's been kind of the, the threat that's been out there since January. And, and in order to get speaker, Kevin McCarthy, you know, made some commitments to, to do some things. I put, I put some of the more conservative members on the rules committee, which helped strict, uh, uh, guide the legislation that comes to the floor, be able to put more amendments on the floor and have members opportunity to, to vote and, and, and discuss and bring things up on the floor and vote. He also committed to uh, work on appropriations bills to, to get all 12 of our appropriations bills passed and, and to not do an omnibus that is usually a bloated spending package. And, and we were proceeding down on all of that was happening. Uh, it, it was slower than it should have been, uh, particularly on the appropriations bills. Uh, but part of that you have to think about is that Republican majority in the House is only one half of one third of government. And right. So we're, we're kind of trying to, to fight as much as we can to help improve the process and, and address the issues that need to be addressed. And, and so we, we were, we were making headway. And, uh, unfortunately, I think, uh, some some people viewed this as a, a good opportunity to to uh, try to uh, get back at uh, you know through a personality issue and in the meantime uh, all the things that we're not doing we've got the media now they're they're not talking about a U.S. senator who takes bribes from foreign countries not a member of the House of Representatives who disrupted the whole House proceedings to keep the government funded by pulling a fire alarm or in fact, Governor Gavin Newsom reported uh, or, or appointed a, a person from Maryland to be the, uh, the senator. And, and uh, you know, we've had to, just this week had a second member of Congress uh, attacked. In a, in a, this week it was in a carjacking, uh, armed, uh, armed carjacking, uh, not talking about Hunter Biden's uh, felony gun charges and, and all the taxes he's not paid and the potential corruption there. And, and instead we've we're, we're taking our focus off of how to address the $33 trillion debt, not, not able to work on legislation to address the border, and not able to work on getting the appropriations bills done. Right. And, Ron, you know, one of the justifications given for McCarthy's ouster was the continuing resolution that he passed. By the way, thank you for voting no. Uh, in order to fund the government. But if I recall, the same eight people who voted to remove him also voted against a conservative bill that would have funded the government. So it, it just seems like, it, you know, it's 
they, they wanted perfection. And you and I both know, having both of us worked in government at multiple levels, you can't get perfection, especially in divided government. So they're just chopping off their noses to spite their face. That's right. And it, and it really is frustrating. And, you know, the the, the conservative funding bill that we, we passed or that we, we brought to the floor and, and failed, I mean, the, the eight people that, uh, voted to, to uh, vacate the chair uh, or vacate the speaker's seat. They they also uh, there were 21 members of Republicans that voted against the conservative funding bill and can't even really call that a, a continuing resolution because we were actually cutting funding uh, and we were we were including the, the border security legislation that we passed earlier and the Senate has not taken up yet. We included a, a commission to go out and address the real driver of our debt, which is the the automatic spending programs that are out there. And um, because of of that vote, I mean, um, we we did a, a whip count, or whip count was done, and, and there were seven people that said they're not voting for any kind of temporary funding uh, continuous resolution at all. And so there there wasn't any any recourse except to say, well, we could sit here and let the Senate craft a, a spending bill, continuing resolution, that included disaster funding, included Ukraine funding, and instead uh, the House passed uh, a version of a continuing resolution that only had disaster funding in it. So, you know, that was a better bill than than uh, what would have come from the Senate, uh, but uh, it still wasn't, uh, it wasn't what should have been passed. And it kept the government open, which, I mean, I think the optics, the, the public, the press would have eviscerated you if you'd let it close. And at least it didn't have more funding. I mean, I like the idea of saying, okay, you want Ukraine funding, then we got to get border funding because that's, that's what government is. Unfortunately, you know, if you have divided government, you have to make concessions. And I, you know, the thing that I see going forward is, and by the way, we're, we're talking with Congressman Ron Estes. The issue that I see going forward is, you know, why would a, a Steve Scalise or a Jim Jordan or, for that matter, a Ron Estes, I throw that out there just for my, my dear friend Ron, but why would, would any of you want to be the next speaker with that same rule in place hanging over them like the sort of Damocles? I mean, I, it just seems like, you know, what, what's going to prevent Matt Gates or the Crazy Eight from doing this again if they get something they don't want? Yeah, I think that's, that's a, a little bit of the frustration part is, you know, how do we make sure that we – put as much good fiscally conservative legislation on the floor and pass and both from a funding standpoint but also from uh, you know border security and and you know what do we do how do we address so many of the other things that are going on uh, in the country right now and and if you have to worry about well, for example I, you don't necessarily want to shut the government down, but you also have to make sure that you're bringing up good legislation and, and uh, what do we focus on. And, and we had some good pieces of legislation, and people wouldn't vote for it uh, because of the terminology they wanted to use, or or maybe it's just pure, flat-out uh, personalities. And I know in, in some cases there were campaign emails and texts sent out uh -huh. last night right after the vote. I mean, so it, it may have been an approach for some individuals to go out and do just campaign against. And, and, and that's, that's bad, that they put their political position ahead of what's good for the country. 
Uh, I know we're early in this process, Ron. Any speculation on who you think the new speaker will be? And uh, I know that's an awkward question to ask you. I, I fully expect you not to answer it. <laughs> well, I, we haven't had any official announcement. That's going to come next Tuesday when we, we come back after after Columbus Day. Um, and, uh, you know, but there's a lot of good folks that could be involved in that. I mean, our majority leader, Steve Scalise, uh, the whip, Tom Emmer, uh, the uh, Kevin Hearns, the, the chairman of the Republican Study Committee, Elise Stefanik's chair of the, the Republican Conference. Uh, you know, Patrick McHenry uh, is, is chairman of the Financial Services Committee, Jim Jordan, chairman of Judiciary. So we've got a great uh, lineup of folks that could be um, qualified to do that. Uh, and I know there's names starting to be floated uh, out there, and, and uh, so we, we'll, we'll see how that I expect a lot of phone calls over the weekend of uh, people need to talk about, you know. Ron, I don't know if you saw the headline uh, earlier in the week. Uh, the Washington Post said that the House must expel Matt Gates. Uh, New York Post op-ed said Matt Gates burns down the Republican House. you think there's going to be consequences for Gates uh, for doing this? I mean, it just seemed like a whole lot of chaos. For little reward, what do you think is? I mean, the end game here wasn't really just as Speaker McCarthy indicated, or former Speaker it is. It was a matter of personality, just spite, basically. Yeah, it, it was a matter of personalities. The, the trouble you get into if you if you go down a, an expulsion route uh, is, you know, technically he followed Matt Gates followed the, the letter of the rules in terms of into the process. So. It, even though I completely disagree with that approach, I, I, it's really harmed us more than helped us. And if if Matt's really was serious about uh, how do we lower the debt, how do we spend less money, we should be focusing on uh, what what our appropriations bills would be for 2024. How do we look at addressing the, the debt and lowering that? How do we focus on border security? And instead, we're we're, the House is really stuck now until we get a new speaker in place. So we're taking time to do that instead of focusing on the things we should have been. My Ways and Means Committee was supposed to meet uh, Wednesday, and we had four bills we were going to mark up, but we couldn't proceed with that. So it, it's really the whole process has kept us from getting things done. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, by the time you get a new speaker in place, and keep in mind the last time it's a 15 votes or something, you could be barely a month from the next budget deadline. And again, thank you for voting no on the CR. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't know. It just seems like, and, and again, I think we're playing right into the Democrats and, and the White House's hand because they're going to say, look how much we're getting accomplished and the Republicans can't even uh, you know, keep their house in order. And, and I just, I don't know how much, what benefit they get from this when you're barely a month from the next budget deadline by the time you get back and get a new speaker. That's right. I mean, we, when we're going to take time, so it's going to be another week and a half or more, uh, before that process gets done. Uh, my, one of my fears is that, uh, Senator Schumer will look at, at what's going on in the House and say, well, the next speaker that comes in is going to have his hands tied or her hands tied. And so Senator Schumer crafts up a, a, a bloated omnibus and says, this is your spending package. Take it or leave it. And, and at that point in time, uh, the, the, the strength that the Republicans have and as a majority in the House will be weakened uh, just because of going through this process. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I really do. I, 
Ron, I, I appreciate you. I know you're busy, and I can't imagine in all the, the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Thank you again for taking some time to sit down with us. If folks want to reach out to you, uh, I'm assuming sdis.house.gov is probably the best way. That that is the best way they can uh, they can check on things that are going on, and also if they want to sign up for a newsletter, we do uh, out of our official website. So it's not a, not a website that we check, we we uh, sell their email address to or or send campaign things from, but it's a way to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, that's not your campaign website. I know I get your email, and it's uh, Ron's Reads, and there's always good stuff in there. So, Congressman, thank you again for joining us. I uh, appreciate you. Carry on the fight, my friend. All right, great. Thank you, John. You know, it's amazing. There are people who complain that they're, you know, that their congressmen are hard to reach or hard to get access to. Literally, that was set up within 10 minutes, one phone call. Um, so I, I, I think we're very blessed in, especially down here in the fourth district, but I, anywhere, if I wanted to talk to Jake LaTurner or Tracy Mann, uh, or, or Cong or Senator Roger Marshall for that matter, um, Jerry's a little mad at me, but certainly Senator Roger Marshall, um, we're, we're really fortunate. We have great representation in Washington, DC, and they're very responsive. And I, I, I think we should be grateful for that. We'll take a quick break, and then the great one, Mark Levin, will join us to discuss his new book, The Democrat Party Hates America. You're li- and they do, by the way. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And now, a Hartman Truth Minute with Wink Hartman. Finally, at last, I have a place for me to serve the people. All of the great people of this country. I have learned people who lead, lead. Those who lead should do so in a manner that serves the people. Lack of leadership is the inability of the Republican Congress to function. A state fair midway does better. It at least has a direction and function. There is a storm coming. Will the voters continue to be lied to? Will the political class continue those lies going forward? The present Congress talks and talks, but has nothing to show the electorate but their everlasting vacation schedule. Not a bad deal for $170,000 a year. 
I have the answer. Wink Hartman for Speaker of the House. Get your bumper stickers. Let's shake the tree. It might bear fruit. That's the Hartman Truth Minute on KNSS. The holidays are around the corner. They get here faster than you think they do. Looking for the great gift, maybe even the perfect gift. Mike Seltzer Jewelers at Comentera Center at 29th and Rock Road. Mike Seltzer will work with individuals and find just the right item within their budget. This is a wonderful local store, and Mike Seltzer knows his customers and their satisfaction is the most important thing. This is the place you need to put at the top of your list. Mike Seltzer Jewelers in the Comentera Center in Northeast Wichita at 29th and Rock Road. If you crave an extra special, great tasting margarita, stop by Spangles for our extra special mango margarita. Bold tequila with the sweet and wild flavor of mango brings you a great tasting margarita with the perfect combination for a fruity and tropical drink. Hurry in to try the new Spangles mango margarita, only here for a limited time. Spangles, where cocktails just taste better. Spangles reminds you to please drink responsibly. Spangles, it just tastes better. It's that time again. Fall. Leaves changing colors, sweaters, and the Spangles Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide. We start with a whole slice of real pumpkin pie. Layer it with our creamy vanilla soft serve and top it off with Ghirardelli Sea Salt Caramel. So come in and try the Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide and make it your new out-of-the-ordinary pumpkin treat. Because just like fall, it's only here for a limited time. Spangles Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide. It just tastes better. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6986. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-6986. That's 800-575-6986. Tax Relief Advocate. Real solutions for real people. Brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. This is Carrie Lake, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on KNSS. Live Sunday nights, this is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. I want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. <laughs> it's pretty cool having this music. As an intro to my show, I, I got to say. <laughs> and follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. And, of course, give us a call. Studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. 
We'd love to hear from you. Well, my next guest is the host of the nationally syndicated radio talk show, The Mark Levin Show, which can be heard weekdays here on KNSS, as well as Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News. Levin worked in the administration of President Ronald Reagan and was chief of staff for Attorney General Ed Meese. He is the former president of the Landmark Legal Foundation and a multiple New York Times best-selling author, including his most recent book, The Democrat Party Hates America, which is available now. We've had him on the show before. He joins us now from deep inside his hidden bunker. Mark, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again, brother. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Let me start with with this, Mark. Um, your new book is called The Democrat Party Hates America. Um, I have to tell you a, a little anecdote. I, I, I guarantee you haven't seen the story, but one of our state representatives went on a, an outing this uh, last week. He went down to Oklahoma with a bunch, ironically, with a bunch of his Democrat colleagues, and he took a photo with the group and held your book in the front row and <laughs> photobombed them. And, of course, now the entire Kansas House Democrat caucus is up in arms over the fact that he did this, and they're, they're just they're, they're wailing, much wailing and gnashing of teeth over the fact that he's posted a picture with them I, and I this racist book. I will send it to you. I will send it yeah. to you. It's absolutely hilarious. But they do. I mean, based on the actions of some of their senior party leadership, it's hard to disagree with you, my friend. Well, what the Democrat Party has done is a tremendous con on the American people, including those uh, within its party, the membership, uh, that don't have the foggiest idea why they're Democrats other than they'll say things like, I like Social Security and so forth. This is a party that has never embraced Americanism. It's never embraced our history, our constitution, our declaration. They're constantly at war with us. They've destroyed our culture. They're going after parental rights. They're brainwashing our children in their government schools. Uh, the border's wide open because they want to change the nature of citizenship in this country and flip Texas blue. Uh, you look all around. They, they have an industrial policy that's in place now that they call the Green New Deal. They'll call it whatever you want here, but the whole point is the centralization of decision-making when it comes to manufacturing and employment and everything else. Uh, they have a massive fourth branch of government they've created that's not in the Constitution with the help of some Republicans, but it's mostly theirs. They own it, uh, which passes more laws than Congress could ever dream of passing. In fact, in the last decade, there have been a million regulations issued, by, excuse me, a million pages of regulations issued by the federal government, and now they're in our homes. You know, they used to say the government should stay out of our bedrooms. The government's in our bedrooms. It's telling us what kind of light bulbs we can have and right. appliances. And any, any government that has the power to tell you what kind of light bulb you can have has unlimited power. So the book goes through history. It goes through economics. It goes through some of their icons. I take on Wilson and FDR, Lyndon Johnson, Joe Kennedy Sr., Margaret Sanger, of course, Biden and all the rest of them. I go through the lies, again, how they project their history of, uh, of segregation, outright racism, their alliance with the Klan, FDR's refusal to sign a federal anti-lynching bill in 1940 that hit his desk, 
uh, Lyndon Johnson. It's all in there, syllable after syllable, their own statements, their own writings, their own actions. The attack on the nuclear family now, the attack on citizenship now, the attempt to brainwash us with changing words and thought processes. And here's the bottom line. The bottom line, John, is the Democrat Party is not a typical party. That is, it's not a typical political party. It's one of these autocratic parties that we've seen through history and, and all over the world. And what does that mean? It means it's the monopoly party in this country. When you go on the air and I go on the air, when we watch TV, we're always talking about what the Democrat Party is doing, the issues that the Democrat Party has unleashed, such as uh, violence in our streets or what's going on on the border or the price of gasoline and the price of food. Mother Nature didn't do any of this. The Democrat Party has done all of this. Uh, The attack on our our basic institutions like uh, public education, which is now public indoctrination. You look at these things, people need to understand this is an autocratic party. It's not merely a political party that seeks to change the voting system, eliminate the Electoral College, pack the courts, especially the Supreme Court, so it can't lose. There's nowhere to go and appeal. Um, it, it, uh, an, an autocratic party, or what I call the Democrat Party, the Monopoly Party, which is the state party, needs a state-run media, and it has it. There's not a dime's worth of difference between the propaganda mill that is the media and the Democrat Party. And so I said, I've got to pull all this together. I've got to dig into the history. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to do the research. I've got to take the time to pull it together. That's why it took 16 months. On the other hand, I need to make it accessible to people to read, to understand, so their eyes aren't rolling over. I've read books like that. Yeah. And and, and so I've read all these people who escaped and survived totalitarian regimes. I've actually read what Lenin wrote and what Stalin wrote and communists like Gramsci wrote and, and Solinsky, more than rules for radicals. He wrote other things, too. And you read what Bernie Sanders has said in AOC. There's at least 15 percent of the House Democrats in Washington, D.C. Are, they call themselves democratic socialists. They're Marxists. And, and, and when you read these things and you see these things, You've got to use real language to describe them, not the language the press gives them or they give themselves. Progressives, uh, you know, that, that's the word they love. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a whole progressive era. And what the progressive era was, about 40 years after Marx died, they adopted his ideology. Uh, and they Americanized it. And I wrote an entirely different book on this. But that said, that's the Democrat Party today. Let me ask you this. Has the Democrat Party objected? To what's happening to parents? No, they're doing it to the parents. Have they yeah. objected to critical race theory? No, they embrace critical race theory. Have they objected to the 1619 Project, which has nothing to do with American history, rewriting American history? No, they support it 100 percent, as do the New York Times. Go down the list. Right. Look at what they're doing with the war on women. Look at the way that the, the, the Democrat Party, which has supposedly been the champions of women. I mean, look how they demonized Mitt Romney. No conservative by any means. But look what they did to the, you know, the, the binder of women. And now they are literally trying to erase women when it comes to fairness in women's sports. Every other thing with this radical trans agenda of theirs. And that's quite right. And so when you look at it at the surface, this is how we typically discuss it. And then we move on. I'm saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. hit the brakes. Let's not move on. Yeah. What exactly is going on here and who's responsible for it? And why are they doing it? And why is it that they're not held responsible for it? So the why is what this book addresses. 
And when you address the why, you have to look deeply into the entire ideological movement that is that is within this party. This party was the party of the Confederacy. This party was the party of the Klan. It was an anti-black racist party right up and through into the 60s. And now it's an anti-white racist party. Why? How did that happen? Why is that? Now, you're not allowed to talk about it, but I not only talk about it, I explain it. Because if you're going to trash the founding of America, you're going to trash the founders of America. If you're going to trash the Declaration and the Constitution, you want to replace it with some kind of a centralized authoritarian regime controlled by the Democrat Party, where your allegiance is to the Democrat Party, just like all over the world, the allegiance is not to the country, it's to the Communist Party or to the fascist regime. Your allegiance must be to the party, not to the state. Uh, if you're going to do that and trash our history, you have to argue anti-white racism, right? Because that's why they embrace the 1619 Project. That's why they say we are founded as a white supremacist, white dominant society. So you attack the founders, you attack the founding document, you attack our governing document, and everything from there, according to these what I call civil rights Marxists, Everything from there flows that the society is illegitimate, that we need to turn it on its head. And what do we turn to? Well, what do they all turn to? In the name of democracy, in the name of the little guy, authoritarian, centralized uh, regimes. And that's what the Democrat Party supports and is. And if people want to challenge me, read the book, 65 pages of endnotes. I am prepared to debate the left. They do not want to debate me. They act like this book doesn't <laughs> exist. So let me just be clear, John. I wrote this book for us, for our listeners, to read it and then to give it to a Democrat who's not sure why they're a Democrat. Maybe they'll throw up something. Yeah, I support Medicare. Okay. The Republicans supported a form of Medicare too. Ronald Reagan did, believe it or not. Right. They thought this went too far. So it's not, it's not like Republicans uh, don't believe in any government. Even Adam Smith talked about there needs to be some level of taxation, you know, for roads, for 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 common defense, for uh, for police, and so forth. So we're not talking about anarchy. Anarchy is not conservatism, but we're also not talking about a monolithic, massive, ubiquitous fourth branch of government that does all the dirty work for the Democrat Party, whether they're in power or out of power. So that's the that this is the core point about the book to to take. The, the layers of veneer that the Democrat Party and its propagandists have managed to build up all over our history project their hideous history onto our country and onto the Republican Party when they need to own it. Mark, I know I have to let you go. I want to give you a quick chance. If folks want to contact with you, connect with you, obviously you can, they can find you here weekdays on KNSS, but you're also available at uh, the Mark Levin Show, and they can find you uh, online as well. The book, again, is called The Democrat Party Hates America. Brother, it's always a pleasure having you on. You'll have to come join us again. Thank you. And by the way, people are shopping over the weekend at Costco or yes. Walmart. Or if they're open, Walmart, if they haven't been looted. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't think they took this book if they looted, by the way. <laughs> and uh, you might want to check out Amazon.com. There's great discounts out there, and I encourage people. We need to build an army of people like Thomas Paine. We'll read it, get the word out there. So honestly, we can crush what is a very cancerous and poisonous entity within our midst, and that is the Democrat Party. Thanks, John, and God bless you.
you know, who knows? Maybe they'll get lucky and loot this book by mistake and learn from it. We'll take a quick break, and then State Senator Renee Erickson will join us to discuss Governor Laura Kelly's recent public reversal. In case you haven't seen it, now all of a sudden she's all in on lowering taxes. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Have you been putting off painting your house? Don't wait any longer. Now's the time to get your free estimate from Summit Tech Home Improvement and take advantage of huge savings on your home's exterior painting. As full-service contractors, the Summit Tech team can help with any project, from windows and patio doors to siding and outdoor deck replacement, serving the Wichita and surrounding area since 1999. Fully insured and licensed. Call Summit Tech Home Improvement today at 262-3905. That's 262-3905. Or visit wichitawindowsandsiding.com. Thinking about a bathroom remodel? You should consider the Onyx Collection from Superior Plumbing. Whether it's a standard or a custom shower design, the team at Superior Plumbing can assist you in creating the perfect new bathroom. Oh, and the Onyx Collection is guaranteed forever and made right here in Kansas. Visit the Superior Plumbing Showroom at 6837 East Harry today. Superior Plumbing will come a-running because we can treat you fair and square and our name says it all Superior Every morning, there's a difficult decision to make. Which Spangles breakfast bowl are you going to pick? There's the sausage bowl or the bacon bowl, both with country-style gravy. Or the fiesta bowl with salsa, cheese, and jalapenos. Or the pancake bowl with sausage. Pick up a breakfast bowl when you're on the go. Spangles, where breakfast just tastes better. Spangles tastiness in four different varieties. Forget cold cereal and start your day hot and fresh with a Spangles breakfast bowl. Spangles, it just tastes better. It's that time again. Fall. Leaves changing colors, sweaters, and the Spangles Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide. We start with a whole slice of real pumpkin pie. Layer it with our creamy vanilla soft serve and top it off with Ghirardelli Sea Salt Caramel. So come in and try the Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide and make it your new out-of-the-ordinary pumpkin treat. Because just like fall, it's only here for a limited time. Spangles Caramel Pumpkin Pie Slide. It just tastes better. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, tooling around the garage, or homeschooling kids. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS radio. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. On Wednesday, Governor Kelly tweeted, Quote, now we have a record budget surplus. Yeah, because you raised taxes. It's time we put money back into the pockets of Kansas families with responsible tax cuts. <laughs> oh, this lady. She's a piece of work. Um, with us now is State Senator Renee Erickson to, uh, I don't know, just because 
I just had to talk to somebody about this. It's like therapy. Renee, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure, <laughs> my friend. Uh, oh, John, always a pleasure, and I'm I'm so sorry about your dog. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate that. She, <laughs> you know, I saw that tweet because I've been responding to her with all of her Medicaid expansion malarkey. And, I mean, this one was, first off, it came out of nowhere because, I mean, you tell me, I, I've lost track. How many times has she vetoed our tax cuts or your tax cuts now? Um, anytime it's ever come to her desk, she vetoes it because we know that she's a big tax and spender. Um, this this whole move to the we need to cut taxes now, we know we're headed into an election year. Right. And, of course, as, as usual, they start talking conservative, and uh, they know that that's what people want. Property taxes are a huge issue, and so now she's going to start – the um, whole conversation about cutting taxes and her actions speak louder than words. When she vetoed our tax package at last session, John, that would have given $1.4 billion in tax relief to Kansans over the next three years. Yeah. So her actions, are, you know, they speak louder than words. We all know that. I mean, we, we, we all remember the little pictures of her running around with her little hatchet, you know, acts of food sales tax. And I kept having to remind people that it would already be gone. We would we, tax, food sales tax would have been eliminated what two years ago, had she not vetoed that bill three times. Uh, by my count, she vetoed your income tax plan twice already. Um, I, I mean, she's it's so disingenuous. And even the even the tweet when she said responsible tax cuts. Well, who defines what's responsible? I mean, yours was, as I recall, the, the, the Senate plan and, and the House plan both were for everybody. It was it was across the board, even the, the lowest income taxes to the to the highest. Everybody was getting a tax cut. Define responsible, Laura. I mean, who, who defines that? This, is it just the people that she wants to get tax cuts or is it everybody? Well, obviously, John, this is the same governor and the same group that goes around bashing Brownback for his so-called tax experiment. Right. Um, and and you're absolutely right. The tax cuts that the legislature put forth would have lowered taxes for everybody. So the narrative that when they say, well, it would only give tax cuts to the rich is absolutely false. Well, and, and I know I've talked to Dan and Ty and from what, now you're you're looking at upwards of four billion dollars in a surplus, and obviously she wants to then turn around and use that to expand Medicaid, uh, which again talking with Dan and Ty, that's first off. Let's let's be honest with you, Medicaid expansion would only bust budgets. I mean, according to the numbers that I've seen in Kansas in particular, that you're looking at a thirteen billion dollar price tag over ten years. Or, that that's not. I mean, there goes that. There goes that surplus. But I mean, her her the only reason she wants to hang on to this is so that she can spend that money, and it's not her money. Well, no, you're you're absolutely right again, John. It's not, and we know we don't have to guess what Medicaid expansion will do. We have every other state that's done it. It's far exceeded the expense. It's far exceeded the demand, and the system is capable of providing those services to those people. It doesn't save rural hospitals. No. So we we have proof in what other states have done, and so to do it now that would be irresponsible. So 
I, I don't know what responsibility she thinks she's talking about because obviously that's irresponsible financially for us to do. Well, we're also talking about, we're not talking about folks that are disabled, people with children, people. I mean, you have to keep in mind, this is strictly single adults who are work able. Uh, but again, she leaves that out. She There's a lot of stuff when you talk to the Medicaid expansion folks that they leave out. They try and make it sound like it's, oh, you know, poor working mothers with children. Nope, they're already covered. Uh, poor disabled, nope, they're already covered. But you want to leave that out of there because then it makes it easier to demonize those who are opponents. And again, like you mentioned, the rural hospital argument, nope, false. That's a a false flag. But it's just, I, 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 it's so, it's so asinine. It really is. It is, John. And you know, people sadly make decisions based on emotion rather than fact. And we are called to be good stewards and, and to, to look at the facts and do what's right for all of Kansas and making decisions based on emotion or hyperbole or if it feels good um, is not what we're in the business of. We want real results for Kansans, not just, you know, feel good hyperbole. I was so glad you mentioned it a few minutes ago, property taxes. I hope you guys do something about that. I know there's not a whole lot you can do because it's mostly a local problem, but I hope you do what little you can. And I, I know we've only got about a minute left, but I want to thank you for what you're doing and the fight that you guys are, you know, it's it's got to be frustrating up there because not only are you dealing with Laura and the Democrats, but you've got a, particularly in the Senate, you got a couple of wackadoodles that you're having to deal with as well. So <laughs> I, I appreciate you, my dear, and, and just keep up the good work. If folks want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, RK Erickson, and look forward to hearing from folks. Yes, I appreciate you, my friend, and just keep up the good work, all right? Thank you. Thank you, my dear. Um, Folks, we will be back our regular time next Sunday. We've got a couple of great guests. Uh, Lily Wu will be with us, mayoral candidate, and conservative columnist Cal Thomas will be with us. We've got a great schedule next week. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.